0: how you did that
1: I'm used to it now
0: I see here we go 30 extra minutes or overtime depending on how you want to call it if you're still here we appreciate you if you're not we we also appreciate you here we go on the speaking Casey Kurtz Brian Middleton what do you think we should call it overtime or extra overtime yeah overtime really alright whatever you know what you're talking about. We're going to be doing this every Monday and Thursday. Uh, the in, the promotion has not been out there yet, but it's going to be a thing. It's going to be a thing every Monday and Thursday, 6 to 6.30. See, the plan was, with the extra part of it, it was extra topics.
1: Hmm, okay. Well, then let's go with that. Tr- I'm a simple man. I just I couldn't remember from our initial Show whether you said extra or overtime.
0: I think I said extra because I thought the idea of extra topics was good because, you know, sometimes we talk about Chick-fil-A sauce, uh, which is a good topic, but, you know, we have some left over. But as I mentioned, Mondays and Thursdays, we're going to take you for 30 extra minutes, and then there will obviously obviously be some Monday night football and some Thursday night football. But let's not bury the lead. We just talked about it for three hours, so uh, 30 more minutes is cool. The Jags won a football game, not in Europe, right here in Jacksonville. Uh, Ironically, they have not done that since week one against the Colts last year. That was at home as well. They do it without James Robinson. You know the story at this point. What you don't know is what Brian Middleton thinks about it because he didn't just have a three-hour radio show talking about it. That's why we got 30 minutes. Brian Middleton, overall, you saw the Jags. Win a game without James Robinson, a game that Trevor Lawrence did not play well. I can't say that in front of Brent Martineau, but it's true. Well, wow. uh, your thoughts on a nine to six really good baseball game score win for the Jacksonville Jaguars?
1: Hey, listen, man. You take the wins where you can get them. Uh, listen, I think that this is a big step, regardless if they build or not. Uh, I mean, I've heard from you know, a couple of the interviews that they did with urban. Josh, Trevor, a couple of other First players. First-name base
0: is nice. Yeah,
1: yeah, you know, that's what I'm trying to get to. You know, that's one of the other things that's on my list for moving up in sports radio in Jacksonville. I told you the other one, but we won't discuss that here. We can't. So, listen, um, I think that it's big. This means that they doubled their win total from a year ago. They are at least 100% better record-wise than they were a year ago. Yeah, that's a good point. That's huge regardless if they lose the rest of these games. Hopefully they don't. Hopefully they don't. But I think that this was huge. And then to do it at home, which they hadn't done in, I believe you guys said this, that like 420 days, which is, you know, a crazy number. Mm -hmm. Um, And then to do it against the Buffalo Bills, who I believe came into the actual game, the top scoring offense in the league coming into the game. And then also the top uh, scoring defense or, you know, uh, points allowed for defense. Listen, man. The offense, okay. Uh, probably a lot to work on. This, probably a lot to work on on the whole team. But when you do this, when nobody gives you a chance. And I read the article where it said that also that uh, on CBS where it was talking about how this was the seventh largest upset since 1990 in NFL in, in NFL history, right? Which uh, is, yeah. Which is wild. Uh, I. There's so many great things to take from this, Casey. That you've got to just be happy and enjoy this and soak it in because this is—you'll look back at this in 2024, in 2026, when hopefully the Jags are winning 10, 11, 12 games a year. Trevor has his maturation process. Urban hopefully is still here, and you'll look back at wins like this in the first year, and you'll be like, these were building block wins. So I'm happy for
0: him. Very good job right there. I know it, I know what you did and I know what you fixed, so good work. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, you make a good point. Uh, 2024 and 2026 are a long time away, so I'll keep it a little uh, closer to then. They have winnable games on the schedule. The Colts are beatable. Uh, San Francisco is beatable. The Falcons are beatable. Uh, the Jets can't possibly, I shouldn't say it. If Mike White's out there, you never know, but with Zach Wilson, the Jets couldn't possibly win a game. So, yeah, there are there are opportunities uh, for the Jags to win games and yeah this is a big stepping stone for them and hopefully they can do it and the thing is 9 to 6 so you got to play some offense. Matthew Wright somehow goes 3 for 6 and kicks somehow with some timeouts and whatnot. That was a wild sequence. Um but that is what it is. They got to play some offense. Now granted Um, One of the stories today, Odell Beckham Jr., not claimed by the Jags. Uh, I think Odell Beckham Jr. is still a uh, very solid football player. I feel like I am the minority. Um, Maybe you can give your thoughts on that. But no OBJ here, and that's probably more of a OBJ thing than a Jags thing. But the point of the story is he will not be here. Where will he be? I don't know. But I think OBJ is still a good player. Am I wrong, Brian?
1: I think he's a great player. He's probably still a – not probably. He's a pro bowler in most teams, on most teams as the first option. I don't know what the reservations may be for other people. For me though, I would say having somebody like Odell Beckham Jr. here with Trevor Lawrence in his first season and he's still trying to grow. I, you know, uh, you know, maybe, maybe, but there may be something that could be actually detrimental to having uh, somebody like uh, Odell here at this current time. Maybe in year two, year three, where Trevor's a bit more established, where everything isn't so new to him. Do I think Trevor could handle a personality like Odell Beckham Jr.? I do, right? Do you just hear him on uh, press conferences, the way that he's handled himself this entire season? He's oh, no. very mature. Uh, I, I think that he has what it takes to to lead a locker room, to lead other men, uh, a men of 53 teams. Uh, but, the deal with Odell coming in, and you have a rookie QB, and no matter how much it looks like he may be able to handle something there still could be the actual chance that there's more of a, a detriment if you're not getting him the ball if we are two and 15 this season and he starts acting up and then maybe you start having the baker mayfield effect where he's pressing to get him the ball because he sees what could happen when he doesn't get his way
0: no that's fair um you went to the brent martineau school of everything trevor lawrence does is great so I'm- I'm sure Brent will be happy to hear that. But I I look at it in the way, and I think me and Austin agree on this a little bit, is that how he can't – I hear what you're saying. But on the field, I don't think there's a way that he could hurt Trevor Lawrence in any way, shape, or form, and all he's going to do is help. It's kind of like a good tight end, which apparently Dan Arnold is. Thank you, by the way. Uh, if you don't know Brian Middleton, yeah. you probably don't. Carolina Panthers fan, yeah. uh, South Carolina Gamecocks fan as yeah. well. We'll talk about that in the next um, segment. Here we go, because there's some thoughts on that. But nevertheless, um, I think OBJ could have helped this team. At the end of the day, it's not going to happen um, here in Jacksonville. So we're but we did get John Brown. You know who John Brown is? It's that it's that John Brown from Arizona. Okay, okay, I was thinking something else. Okay, cool. He, he's got, what were you thinking? The kicker?
1: Nah, I, I, I was thinking, isn't it like a, a like a legend tale of John Brown? I don't know. It was th- fascinating
0: you say that because I said that this exact conversation played out earlier uh, around 3 o'clock. You can go back and hear that on the podcast. Action Sports Jax on ESPN 690, wherever you get your podcast, you can find it. And it's in the first hour. We had this very conversation about John Brown, uh, the guy that's not a football player uh, or kicker or any k- kind of football related. Uh, he was alive a very long time ago, and he did some things for this country. Um, I can't speak a whole lot on it because, frankly, I don't know a whole lot. I just know the name. So, But anyway, you can hear that on the podcast, or you can hear the whole entire show um, on a Victory Monday, Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690, the podcast. This John Brown, though, uh, played with the Cardinals for a long time, uh, does wear gloves, contrary to popular belief. Again, podcast to get that reference. Uh, 4,700 yards in his career, 31 touchdowns. Uh, ran a 4-3 in the Combine a very long time ago, so he was signed to the practice squad today. So uh, John Brown is not Odell Beckham Jr. He's not even the great value Odell Beckham Jr., but he is a member of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Brian? You ran a 4-3? Uh, yeah, it's a wow. Combine.
1: Yeah, Urban loves that.
0: Now, this was in 2014, though.
1: Ah, uh, so he probably was like a four-three-seven now.
0: 437. He ran a 434. Four. You're telling me in seven years he's only lost .03 seconds on his forty time? I mean how old is he? Thirty-one.
1: Ah, uh, okay. I'll give you a four-four. Listen, these you guys are, are in the peak physical condition. Their their peak isn't the same as the rest of us regular folks who never get to that level. So they can hold out a little bit longer, barring injury or something like that.
0: Whatever you say. We gotta take a break. Action sports jacks extra overtime, whatever you want to call it extra topics all the things we'll be right back and when we come back college football we don't do a lot of that from three to six we're going to do it right after the break uh brian middleton south carolina gamecocks have inevitably won a football game against the florida gators what do the gators do Uh, a lot of crazy other things happen in college football we'll talk about it on the other side espn 690 we'll be right back ESPN 690, Brian Middleton, Casey Kurtz. And uh, if you're out there listening and if you're wondering, am I listening to Brian Middleton and Casey Kurtz on ESPN 690, you better believe it. You know who just hit my phone? Brian Middleton. You might want to check your phone as well. I know you got, I think, a few of those, but.
1: Whoa, whoa. What? Stop telling my business in the street, sir.
0: No, you got a work phone. (laughs)
1: No, I, I don't got a work phone like that was given to. Never you, you get me talking on myself. Stop it.
0: Yeah, I know. I don't know what you're doing there. Um. Anyway, yes, you are listening to Brian Middleton, Casey Kurtz, ESPN six ninety. We're calling it Action Sports Jacks. Either extra or overtime, haven't decided. Maybe we'll let the people vote. Mm, okay. But the point of the story: thirty minutes every Monday and every Thursday, right after the aforementioned Action Sports Jacks. And before Monday night and Thursday night football. And we're going to get some sort of groove, some sort of rhythm, how we're going to do these things. But on Mondays, it seems like a reasonable idea because from 3 to 6, you know you're going to hear a lot of Jags talk. And we'll probably give you some like we did a little bit earlier tonight. But college football happened. That was a thing. And Brian Middleton, you know what? I don't want to do the people a disservice because nobody believes me. That uh, I called this. I said what was going to happen to the Florida Gators. As a Florida Gators fan, I saw it coming. So let me scroll back to our text. We do text a lot of nonsense throughout every uh, day. Here's where I said they should have left Dan Mullen in South Carolina. Um, here it is. <laughs> Saturday, 7:44 p.m. I said 34-31 South Carolina. You heard it here first. Yeah. You then sent me Jonah Hill going like this. If you're watching the stream, you can still do that, by the way. YouTube or uh, yeah, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook. Uh, two different areas on Twitter. You can find it at BrentASJacks, as well as ESPN690. Man, Jacks. You promote
1: with the best of them, Casey. I got to be real with you, boy. you will get a promo in easy. I like it, man. Yeah. Keep going. You didn't d- mean to cut you off. Sorry.
0: No, you're good. Uh, but, yeah, you can find us in a lot of places, so there's no real reason to uh, not be able to find us. But here's the thing. I told you it was going to happen. You laughed me. You laughed me out of my own house. Well, I didn't laugh.
1: I didn't laugh. There was no LOL. There was no No, there was no LOL. crying uh, emoji, crying laughing emoji. Like, you know, just, just stop lying. I think that's what I'm trying to say. I didn't laugh. What I'm saying is the response I gave you mm-hmm. can be interpreted a couple of different ways if you're still reading the text thread.
0: An hour and 20 minutes later, after the score was 30 to 10 at halftime, yeah, I, get a, 30 to 10, yeah. Yeah, I get a text that says, Wow.
1: Yeah, I did say wow.
0: Yeah. You know if Mullen has a realtor.
1: Yeah, yeah, a realtor. Yeah. He might have used the one that Cam Newton used when he was up in the New England area. I don't, I don't know. I hear that that person jumps around with the millionaire. So
0: that sounds like a good, good job to have. Um, he should. He probably should. And uh, isn't it crazy, college football? Uh, the Gators were pretty much hopeless since Urban Meyer left. Uh, Dan Mullen comes in. They played in the SEC championship last year, and we stood in the control room and TV and talked way too loud because we didn't realize how loud it was turned up. You remember that? Yeah, yeah, Um, wow! I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, and Ben Becker came and like said, "What are you guys doing?" Yeah, we didn't realize how loud it was. Yeah, good times. Um, But the point of the story is that was a year ago, and not even a year ago at this point. And now the Florida Gators are four and five, losing by twenty three points to South Carolina, who, as far as I understand it, played a dude a quarterback that had never done that. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't the starter. Mm-hmm. Was he even the backup?
1: He wasn't the backup. I wanted you to ask me the question. I'm glad you did.
0: Yeah, he yeah. wasn't the backup. Yeah. So uh, Dan Mullen, look, and they fire, they make some moves today. Dan Mullen does, including firing his defensive coordinator, which should have came a long time ago. Um, and he's 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 in desperation mode now. He does make a lot of money, and a lot of money. We talked about it earlier, a little bit from three to six. Um, he probably will be the coach of the Gators next year because of the money he makes. And, I mean, what what are you going to do? I think he should hire Ed Orgeron to be his defensive coordinator or defensive line coach, something along those lines, because that man is a heck of a recruiter, um, and that's what you need because uh, not only can Dan Mullen not recruit, apparently um, he has shown that apparently he forgot how to coach on the sidelines as well, so that's a problem. But I'm burying the lead here. You're a South Carolina fan um, who now unbelievably have a 5-4 and four record. The Gators are 4-5. and five. Samford licking its lips, coming to the swamp. But the floor is yours. South Carolina, uh, what do you got to say for yourself?
1: Well, uh, honestly, when I say surprise, I just mean the fact that, listen, when you're a Gamecock fan, a true South Carolina Gamecock fan, you already know that there's going to be pain. There's going to be pain year after year. And then you don't have brief respites from that pain where they only break your heart later on in the season. See the Spurrier years. See a couple of years where Lou Holtz was there. Right? Um, I I was amazed that it got out of hand so quickly. But it really gave me vibes of the week before where the Gators were down here. Uh, playing against the number one team in the nation, mm-hmm. and the same thing happened. It was a good game until it wasn't, and it seemed to happen in that second quarter. Like it, it was just like they let their they let one thing snowball into two things, snowball into a twenty point deficit, which that is a issue. And I don't know if that's a mental issue. I don't know how much coaching that is, like physical coaching, in game, right? I don't know if that's something that you actually have. As, as a deficiency across a team in the, the culture of a team where they can't shake that off, where they can't bounce back. Because as much as I want to roast Florida, I know that they have... They have players there. I don't know their, their ESPN rankings. I don't know the four-star, five-star recruits. But... They they have enough. They have enough there. They're in the SEC and they're not Vanderbilt football. They they have players there, definitely,
0: who can match up at least with the players we have in South Carolina. Absolutely. I mean is, that shouldn't be the requirement though. Like you shouldn't you shouldn't be trying to match up with the players in South Carolina. You're the Florida Gators. That's fair. Hey, I'm with you.
1: But my point is, that's where we're at. No, I know at the know. very least if we went position for position we'd be like okay this is at least a fair fight but florida probably has the actual edge if we actually broke it down that much so for that to happen in the way that it happened was was surprising but look when you come to williams bryce stadium huh and you're in a northeaster and it's it's 48 degrees (laughs) hey any them gamecocks we coming for you it's it's not a game, huh? That's what the Gamecocks say. It's not a game not up a here, game. man. The Spurrier Bowl, we running this right here. You know, so I'm proud of the boys up there. Um, I don't expect too much from them. That's another thing. Our team doesn't have too true. much in the way of expectations, so they play loose and free. For the Gator fans, for some reason, you guys still have expectations. I don't know what in the past five years really makes you think that you're going to be doing something like the actual uh, college playoffs, but you do. You got expectations. And you kind of spoil too, but that's a whole another a whole nother deal. Anyway, my point is, I'm happy for South Carolina. Uh, I'm happy for Dan Mullen's realtor, and I think that' it's really gonna be an interesting next couple of weeks because what happens, Casey, if they don't make a bowl game?
0: Yeah. Um, you know, you, you, oh my goodness, a lot, a lot is gonna happen. Um Dan Mullen will no longer be the head coach of the team. Um, There will be a lot of things. So you got three games left on the schedule. You got Sanford. Uh, I can't even tell you they're going to win. Uh, you got Missouri on the road. I definitely can't tell you they're going to win. And you got Florida State at home, which I really can't tell you they're going to win.
1: Y'all going to go one and two. Y'all might go win three. One you, and two. Do you really think one and two? What, what's that going to make y'all? Five and six on the year? Am I doing that right? Am I doing that math right? You uh, got yeah. Four and five? No, mm-hmm. five and seven. Sorry.
0: Oh, yeah, you're right. Wow. So who do they beat, Sanford or Missouri?
1: <laughs> with, uh, yeah, I'm State. gonna go with Sanford, even though someone tweeted that Sanford can't wait to get their hands on y'all at the Swamp this bl- week. I was like, God, leave, boy. Uh, so I, one and two, that might be the deal right there. Wow. So you say Mullen doesn't survive if you guys want at least no. get to a to a Halloween Day Bowl? <laughs>
0: oh jeez. Absolutely not. You lose to Florida State, you. They're going to throw stuff at him. They're going to Lane Kiffin him. Oh, boy. Because Florida State plays hard
1: for the most part, except for, like, the last plays in the fourth quarter. So, man, you know, Norvell's going to have those boys ready.
0: I think he will, and that's what scares me. And they can run the ball, and every team that can run the ball all of a sudden can beat the Gators by 40. So that's a lot of Gator talk, and we're done with that. Now, granted, we're almost out of time. I know. It's incredible. You need more of us. You can get you can get more of the station though, ESPN six ninety. It's on around the clock. You can hear Brian Middleton. This is kind of like appointment TV. Uh, he does the morning sports center updates, so if you're if you're up in that six to ten window, you can hear him. Obviously you can hear the headliner, the showstopper, the must listen of ESPN six ninety. That's from three to six. With uh, Brent Martineau. They call him Sunshine and Rainbows, they call him Big Money Martineau. He has an outdoor fireplace. You should be a boxing promoter. Should I? Yeah, you should be like the white Don King. It's funny you say that because not only do we have Big Money Brent Martineau, we have um, the certified killer. I just went with that. Uh, Austin Lane. I don't know if you know this. They call him free-range hot buns around here.
1: (laughs) I got to hear the story on that. I'm still off of the promo where he calls himself Mr. Thanksgiving. So he has a bunch of different pseudonyms, obviously.
0: Yeah, he's also a cheetah for all the spots he's getting. Wow. Um, Yeah, no, he's... He's a man of many names, but the Lawrence. point the point of the story is he's a certified killer, uh, in the octagon. So anyway, that is the headliner of this station. You can hear them from three to six
1: hey, every day. Oh, sorry. Yes. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, man. Uh the promos are great. I know we are covering local uh sports. One I wanna give one shout out. Okay. Uh because this was uh fairly impressive. I know that the lady ospreys of UNF. Okay. Uh, they face off against J. U this weekend. And um, they won for their 22nd win of the season, which tied their D1 record, I believe, for the most wins in their program. Mm-hmm. So, you know, shout out to them for that. Even though I'm not an alumni, I thought that was impressive. Yeah. And also there was a uh, young lady, Grace Youngblood. Apparently she was, you know, uh, busting people's heads with her serve. She had a, uh-huh. a, a group of aces. So, you know, shout out to the Lady yeah. Ospreys.
0: You know we love UNF. Shout-out, Class of 2020. We love UNF because they love us as well. They, uh, they are a sponsor of the Blitz Scoreboard Show, which you can hear for a couple more weeks right here on ESPN 690. That'll be on Fridays, 9 to ten thirty. Kevin Sullivan, the Hall of Famer. Brent Martineau, big money as they call him. And myself, I press the buttons. Brian Middleton, we did it. We're one show in. We got a lot more to do. On Thursday, Can though. I post
1: this? Can I post this like uh, like I, I actually am on air now? Can I put that on my IG bio? Yeah, you texted me. Are you a big IG guy? No, 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 I don't. I got like uh, th- sh- th- three to ten followers Anytime. Three. <laughs> but I just want to post it because everybody posts their inflated resume on yeah, IG. Yeah, well,
0: I mean, you're on air. I think people heard you. If you saw the text I was referring to, somebody heard you. Oh, okay. So, yeah, go ahead. Put it in your IG bio, and uh, we'll be here on Thursday. Um, we'll be getting you set for Thursday Night Football, just everything that's going on in the world of sports, especially here in Jacksonville. Right now, you have some time, about 30 minutes. Jags Report Live. You're going to see Brent Martineau on that one. He's going to be visited by James Robinson and maybe some others. You can catch that on your television on Fox 30. You can be here tomorrow, 3 to 6, Action Sports. Jax. We'll do that Tuesday. Wednesday, Thursday, we'll do this again Thursday from 6 to 6.30, overtime extra. We'll figure it out by then, though, promises. They'll do it again on Friday, and then we'll do the Blitz scoreboard show, and so much is going on. Monday night football comes up at 7.30. We will talk to you tomorrow right here at 3 on ESPN 690. Good job, Brian Middleton. I'll holler at you. All right, everybody.